do a review of Likute Sichas in the Chelik Yud, volume 10, the first Sich of the Parshas of Lech Lecha. This is also a Siyum on the Meseches Rosh Hashanah. Uh, in this Sicha, the Rebbe discusses that uh, ordinarily a bracha comes from a place which is lower than where prayer reaches. That means that prayer is greater than bracha. But the Rebbe will uh, show that when we talk about birchas kohanim, the bracha that the kohanim give, that is equal to the bracha or equal to tefillah, that reaches the same higher level as tefillah does. That's unique with the bracha of the birchas kohanim. Not only that, as the Rebbe further goes ahead and proves that the birchas kohanim is actually greater than tefillah, because birchas kohanim combines in itself the advantage of a bracha and of tefillah. Because there is, while tefillah is ordinary greater, but it still has certain limitations, as the Rebbe will explain in the Sikha. This is just briefly an outline of what the Sikha will discuss. It also goes back to the idea, where do we see that the Kohanim themselves get a bracha? The Kohanim are the Birchus Kohanim, they're blessing the rest of Klal Yisrael, but what about the bracha for the kahanim? So there is two possibilities, whether we learn it from the Posik in our Parsha, in Lech Lecho, in which Hashem says, Vavorcho mevorchecho. So the Avorcho goes as uh, one interpretation in the Gemara, because that's, according to Rabbi Akiva, that from here we know that the Kohanim get the bracha, they bless the Yid, they get the bracha. But Rabbi Shmuel learns it from the Posik Vani Avorachem, which is written by the Birchas Kohanim, that Ani Avorachem means Hashem will bless the Kohanim. The Rebbe explains that the difference is actually um, the bracha that comes from Vani Avorachem, if that is the bracha for the Kohanim, in Parshas Nosri, that's a greater blessing than the blessing that comes from uh, our Posuk We'll see inside. The Sikha gets a little bit detailed with uh, with the Gemara in uh, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah and the Gemara of Chulin. You have to um, concentrate and help uh, and cop uh, and to um, see. But the point is uh, going to be clear that the Rebbe wants to bring out that the Kahanim also get a bracha, but the question is, from which Pasuk we learn they get the bracha? So it's either in our Pasuk where it says, it doesn't say, and over there it says, so that means that according to Rabbi Yishmoel, who learns from the Posik Vani Avorachem, it's a higher level of bracha than Vavorchamivorchecha from our Posik. Okay, let's learn inside. See, Falaf. 
Min hakosu beparshoseinu from the verse in our parsha it says vavorcho mivorchecho. David was telling to Avraham lechlochom artschom moladutchom besavicho elor sereko and then the pasuk says vavorcho mivorchecho I will bless those who bless you. So lomad Rabbi Akiva b'meseches chulin. So this uh, in the meseches chulin Rabbi Akiva learns from this pasuk. That when the Kohanim bless the Yidin, when there is Birchas Kohanim, so that means that there is Mevorachecho, so then there is also Vavorcho, Mevorach HaKadosh Baruch HaKohanim. The Ebrister benches the Hashem, bless HaKadosh Baruch blesses the Kohanim from this Pasuk. And we'll see, as the Rebbe quotes now from the Gemara, there is two possibilities. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yishmoel, that the Koyanim's blessings is specified in our parsha in the parshas of Lech Lecha, whereas according to Rabbi Akiva, but according to Rabbi Yishmoel, the blessing of the Kohanim, who do the blessing for the Yisrael, is actually specified in the parshas Nosei, where it talks about the Birchus Kohanim. So the Rebbe quotes now from the Gemara in Chulim. And the Gemara in Chulim brings the posting in Parshish Nosim where it says, Koi Sevorachu as Bnei Yisrael. Where Moshe Rabbeinu is saying to Aaron and his sons, So shall you bless the Bnei Yisrael. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yishmoel, Aimer, so Rabbi Yishmoel says, so here we learn from this posseg that there is a blessing for the Yidin, which is, comes from the mouth of the Kahanim. The Kahanim bless the Yidin. But but we don't have a bracha. Who's going to bless the Kahanim themselves? There's no blessing. But we didn't learn about a blessing with the Kahanim. So he says that when the Pesach says, when the Pesach concludes and says, you should bless after Yishmerecho, the Ebesha says, so that, so then I say, it's the Kohanim that blessed the Yidin, and then the Ebesha blessed the Kohanim. So now we know from this Posik over there in Parshish Nosei, that the Kohanim themselves get the bracha, they get the bracha from the Ebishtut. Rabbi Kiva disagrees, that's not the Posik where we know that the Kohanim get the bracha. That Posik, Rabbi Kiva argues, means that while the Kohanim gave the bracha to the Yidin, who says that the Ebishtut agreed to it? So therefore he says, Vaniyavorachem. So where is the bracha? Aniyavorachem, meaning you bless the Yidin, and I'm going to agree. Aniyavorachem. Aniyavorachem means the Yidin. So where do we have, says Rabbi Akiva, the bracha for the Kahanim themselves? That comes from our parsha, because it says, Vavorachem, So therefore, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Lamad no bracha li Yisrael mipi Kahanim. That it's different, the possibility of Arachim. There we see that the Yidin are blessed by the Kahanim. But we don't know from Hashem, we just know the Kahanim blessed them. But where is the Bracha of Hashem? 
כשאומר ואני אעבור לכם, אני אעשה את זה אני אעבור לכם, הווי אומר כהנים מבורכים לישראל, והקודש ברוך הוא מעסקים על יודם. אז אני אעשה את זה, כהנים שיגיעו את הברכה של היידן, ואני אעבור לכם, זה השם's agreement with them, על יודם, that through the blessing of the כהנים, השם says אני אעבור לכם. I will talk and bless them also. So, in that case, it comes out that according to Rabbi Yishmoel, the Aniyavorachem was used for the bracha for the Kahanim. Now we're using Aniyavorachem for a bracha that Hashem blesses them. So where does uh, Rabbi Akiva then have a bracha for the Kahanim? So from where does Rabbi Akiva know a blessing for the Kahanim? So he uses our parshin lech lecho. Hashem says to Avraham, Avorcham bevorachecho. So those who bless you, I will bless. So since the Kohanim bless the Yidin, they get the brachim, HaKadosh Baruch So it seems like we see that the brachas Kohanim can either be learned according to Rabbi Yishmoel from the Pasuk Vaniya Vorachem, and according to Rabbi Akiva, we learn from our Pasuk in Blech Lecho, that it says, So the Gemara concludes there that it's uh, Rabbi Yishmoel, uh, being a Koyen himself, he favors the Kahanim. He'd rather learn the Baruch of Kahanim from that Pasuk, where all Yidin are benched together. That's where he wants to learn the Baruch, rather than learning it from our Pasuk in Parshas Lech Lecho, and where it says, Let's look inside. So the Gemara says, Yishmoel, Kahano, since Yishmoel was a Koyen, Rabbi Yishmoel, so therefore, Messiah Kahani, he supports and he helps the Kahani. As Rashi explains there, Peter Rashi, he's always helping them and making it easier for them. So the Gemara concludes, why is it better because he's doing, uh, helping the Kahanim, so he's rather learn from the Posik, which is together with the brachas of the Yidin. So Rashi, so the Gemara explains there, my Messiah Kahane. So with what is he helping the Kahanim? The Mukilo Libichas Koinim Yisrael. Because he places the blessings for the Kahanim in the same place where the Yidin are blessed. Over there it says, Yivarech Hashem Bishmarecha, this is the bracha for the Yidin. And in that same place it says, Vani Avorachim, the bracha of the Kohanim. And Rashi explains, Hanikipirush Rashi, Eitzel Birchas Yisrael, he puts it next to the bracha of Yisrael, Dohochi Adifa, for this is advantageous to have the bracha for the Kohanim there. The Mashmashim is Borchim Heim Imashar, because that appears that the guests bless together with everybody else, together with the Yisrael, and therefore, Rabbi Yishmoel, who is a Koyen, supports the Kahanim, and he'd rather speak, learn the brach of the Koyenim from the Pasuk Vaniyavorachem. So, the Rebbe asks you two questions. So, first of all, on this Gemara, so first of all, the Rebbe asks, it seems like that according to Rabbi Akiva, we need a special posik to tell us that the Ebishter agrees to the Bechas Kahanim. That's why he uses the words, the, the posik, 
Not that the Abish blesses the Kahanim, but the Abish blesses the Yisrael. So why is it the Rebbe wants to know that according to Rabbi Yishmoel, we don't need such a posik? Vani Avorachem means bless the Kohen. We don't have a posik saying that Hashem has to agree to the Bichas of the Kahanim. Uh, and he learns that Yavarachim, therefore Rabbi Shmuel, that it goes on the Kahanim. And why is it that according to Rabbi Akiva, it's not enough that there's Bichas Kahanim? They have a mitzvah kahanim. Of course, they wish to bench with him. No, he needs another posik of ani avorachem to say that Eivishta agrees to that bracha, and therefore he learns the bichas kahanim from the parshas lech lecha that vavorcha mevorachem. Aleph. So number one, but tzorich lehovin, we need to understand What is the basis, the tam, and the reason of pluktos rabbi yishmoel v'rabbi akiva? The argument According to Rabbi Akiva, we require a special posik. That Hashem is in agreement, agrees, consents to the blessings that the Kohanim bless the Bnei Yisrael. We have a posik on we don't need a special posse telling us that. And there is such a strong difference whether we need a posse because this is base comes the basis from where we learn the Birchas Kahanim. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, we don't have any more a posse for the Birchas Kahanim from here because we need so much does he need this posse that Hashem is agreement, because otherwise we wouldn't know that. And that causes him to say that we learn the Birchas Kahanim from a Pasuk in Lech Lecha. Ad, as Rebbe said in the parenthesis, She'iker pluktosom, me'eze Pasuk lemdim ha'brach lekahanim atzmam, that the main uh, argument from where do we learn the brach of the koinim and self hinges on this. That that's why, because according to Rabbi Yishmael, we don't need a pasuk for Hashem agreeing, and therefore he says that pasuk means that the Ebrister blesses the koinim. And Rabbi Kiva holds we do need a pasuk for Hashem agreeing, and that's why uh, we have to learn that the Ebrister blesses the koinim from Baruch Hashem. So what's the reason? What's the basis? What's the was the argument that according to uh, Rabbi Akiva we need a pasik for Hashem's agreement, and according to Rabbi Shmuel we don't need. That's number one. Number two, the Rabbi wants to understand over here what does it mean that Rabbi Shmuel, being a Koyen, he uh, places the Birchas Kahanim, the Yacha, together with the blessing of the Yidden. But it, it, it doesn't seem like that would be a difference because it's only a question. Do we learn it from the Pasuk Vavorcha Mevorchecha, according to Rabbi Kiva, or we learn Vaniya Vorachem? But also the Pasuk Vaniya Vorcha Mevorchecha comes as a result of him blessing the Yidden. So that's together. So how is this Baracha that um, Rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel learns from the Pasuk? Uh, considered to be a support because it's more together with the with the Israel. Let's look inside. Base 
Number two, the Rebbe asks, Kavon Nasrashi, Bedas Rabbi Yishmoel, what is, what's Rashi's intention when Rashi brings the view of Rabbi Yishmoel? Shemizborchim hein, that the Kohanim are blessed, im hashar, with the other Bnei Yisrael, bepashtashi, what does it mean that they get blessed together with them? Shemikablim birchosom yachandim Bnei Yisrael, that they get the blocha together with the Yidin, that they're getting it together. Doesn't seem that Lepoil Mamish, that according to Rabbi Akiva, they don't get it together because we learned from another Pasik. Seems the difference between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel is only from which verse are we learning that the Kohanim get blessed. Is it Is it from the Posik which in the Torah is next to the Brach of the Eden? Over there it's written by the portion of the blessing by the Bichas Khan and Pashas also. And elsewhere from Pashas Lechlecha. But according to both opinions, this that the Kahanim get blessed by Hashem from Hashem. That is a result from the fact that they are blessing the Yidden. So what does it mean when it says that the support of Yishmoel, Rabbi Yishmoel Zakoyen is the blessed with the other ones. That they're benched with everybody else. In all, either way, from wherever possible we learn it, it's they're being blessed as a result together with the Bnei Yisrael. So it's only a question where it's stated. So why is the Gemara saying that that means that they are being blessed together? Only if we learn it like Rabbi Shmuel from the Pasik. In Ois Beis, the Rebbe will give the general outline that there's a difference between bracha, bracha means hamshochel, when you say a bracha, you give somebody a bracha, the bracha usually, normal uh, brachas, mean that the item that you are blessing is already there in the order of ishtalshulus, and you gotta just draw it down, you gotta bring it down below. Whereas tefillah, is a new, Yehirotzen, is to make up something new, to bring from a higher level, from above Ishtalshulus. And the Rebbe is going to say, but the Birchas Kahanim is different, in the sense that the Birchas Kahanim is also bringing down, not from Ishtalshulus, but higher than Ishtalshulus. It also creates a new Tzinoir, uh, a new Yehirotzin, the level of Bracha. And that's why the Rebbe is going to explain, leads to explanation, that the difference between, we learn it of Va'ani Avarachem, the word Ani is the higher level, that shows on the level of higher than Ishtalshulus, that means that the Bracha of the Kohanim also comes from the level of higher than Ishtalshulus. And just like the Birchas Kohanim themselves, 
but the bracha that comes according to Rabbi Akiva from the posig ba'vorcha ve'vorchecha without v'ani, so over there it is not from that high level, as we'll see inside. But first, let's do ois base. Vihine hachiluk im habrocha lekahanim amura beposig ba'vorcha ve'vorchecha. The difference whether the brach of the kahanim is stated in the posseg of Orcham Mevorachecho, in the Pashas Lechecho, or in the posseg or the Pashas Nosei, where it says, Vani Avorachem, Mevur Bechassidus is explained in Chassidus, Behegdem by first introducing Hahevdel Shebein Bracha, the difference between when we say a blessing, Shemevorachim, Esploini, that you bless this individual, Litufilo, or prayer shemispalalim avurei that we pray for him. Bracha himeloshim bericha. Bracha blessing is from the language of a pool. Bericha. What is a pool? Shehi boir amuk boir kibutz mayim. It's a deep pit in which there is a collection of water or oyayin or wine. Umishome from that pit mamshichim hamayin oyayayin. Then you draw. The water or the wine from out of that pit. So that's the bracha. Hainu, shahu mokir hamayim v'hayayin chulu. So the bracha is the source. It's the bricha of the source of the wine, the water and the wine from which you draw. V'chein bracha also. That's one type of bracha. Bracha is also meloshin hamavrich. Hamavrich means shepirushoi hamshocha, which means also you are extending, you are drawing. The hainu sheinyan. So what does this all mean? Sheinyan habrocha hu lahamshich es hadavor mimikoyre. The concept of brocha is to draw down what you are the matter from its source, which means that it's there, and you got to bring it down. Shekolze harehu. All this is already in the order of Hishtalshulos. What this means is, when can a bracha help? Only in a situation when the item already exists in its source. For some reason, that Extending that to drawing down has been delayed by Ellis Habrochal Hamshikhoi Lemata. So then the Baracha helps to bring it down below. You have it, it's there, and you can have to bring it down. Where do we see evidence for this that a Baracha does not really change? We see this from the way Yaakov. Bench the two sons of Yosef, Ephraim and Menashe. So while Yosef wanted him to put his right hand on Menashe because he is the older one, Yaakov says he can't do that because Ephraim is greater, so he gets the right hand. But why doesn't he make a bracha that Menashe should be the greater one? So you see from this that. Yaakov can't do. Yaakov can't make 
A bracha of Yaakov can only accomplish to bring down the potential into the uh, reality, to draw it down, to bring it down. He can't make from a, a Menashe, a Yosef, but he could take the blessings that are already destined in Ishtalshlus for Yosef, for, for Ephraim, I'm sorry, I mean Ephraim, he can bring that down. And that's why he can't change. Let's look inside. A evidence for this is from Yaakov in his blessings for Yosef's children. Asher, what did he do? Shos Yimine al Ephraim. He placed his right hand on the head of Ephraim. and his left hand al Menashe, and on his left hand he put on Menashe's head. And Yosef said to his father, that Menashe, this one is the Bechoyer, place your right hand on his head. And it says in the posture, his father refused, and he said, that his younger brother will become greater than him, and his seed will be filled in the nations. And therefore, he gets the right hand, but so it's not understood. Since he's blessing them, why can't he give this blessing itself to Menashe? That his seed should be greater than Ephraim. Because Menashe is the Bechor. But the idea is who? Blessing does not come up with something new from its essence. It does not bring in something new from the beginning to start with Ki'im. Lahavrich, all what it does is it draws, it extends. Just to draw down the item of the blessing from its source alone. Therefore, Yaakov could not impact with his blessing. That's not the way it's in the source. In the source, Ephraim is greater than Menashe, so that's the only thing that he can do is bring that down the way it's in the source, but he can't change that. So that's as far as the bracha goes. But when we talk about prayer over there is Yehudatsin, of there we're starting to, we, we start something new from the source. Masha Enkin, Tefillah, as opposed to prayer, in Yonei Hubakoshim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the idea is we're asking Hashem, Sheyihirotsin, it should be His will, which means Sheyihirotsin Chodesh. We want it to be a new will. Koilil Gam Dovor Chodesh Elohoya Bahamoker. Also to includes also to do something new that wasn't in the source. And that's why uh, prayer helps. Even if already there was a decree for something bad, something which isn't good, God forbid, Hashem should turn it around to good. Because through prayer, we come to a level which is higher than the order of the Yishtaoshlus. Omnum, the Rebbe is going to say now, however, that this 
is only when we talk about a bracha from a uh, ordinary human being. But the Abishta's brachas that have no limitations, they can actually, they also have the advantage of tefillah. Amnam hakbola zu shabracha pa'elas rakim yeshna hadover b'shor this limitation that a blessing only helps if it is already exists in its root and source. That only applies to the blessing of a flesh and blood. As opposed to the bracha of Hashem. He is not tied down. He's not bound by any limitations and any uh, measures. So yes, so in Hashem's blessing, Gam it has also the advantage of the tefillah and the Ebrus' bracha also has the power to bring something new, which did not exist, that wasn't before, in the root and in the source of the one that is benching. And the Rebbe wants to say that this is actually when the Kohanim benching, they're benching with the Tzivu HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that special power of a bracha uh, also comes down to the Birchas Kohanim because that is basically Hashem benching. Just as it is with the blessing that Hashem makes, gives, benches, the same thing is with the bracha of the Kohanim. Because the blessing of the Kohanim, that's a command. They do it as agent of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In this case, the Odom HaElyon, Supreme and Hashem, is just like Him. And their blessing is the same blessing of the one who sent them. So it is a bracha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the bracha of a koyen has the power of the bracha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rebbe uh, proves this from the fact that we say that the part of the Birchas Kohanim is Hashem shows a favoritism. That means, favoritism means they don't deserve it and then Hashem shows them favoritism because addition. So that means they get things which are beyond. Let's look inside. As it's evidence from our sages of blessed memory, say, tell us that Gabi Birchas Kohanim, with regards to the blessing Kohanim, it says, Yiso Hashem What does it mean? Hashem will carry his face to you. So Rashi says, so the, so the sages tell us, the Gemara in Brachas, says, Vichi loy esa ponim li Yisroel v'chulu. Shall I not show favoritism uh, to the Yidden? And when they are so careful in the mitzvahs doing even more than I ask, as the Gemara says that, that the blessing of the Kahanim isn't like any other brachas, that draw down only what already exists. 
in the story of the Seder Shtalshlus. Ki im am shochel lemaylo the Seder Shtalshlus. But the Birchas Kahanim bring from higher than the Shtalshlus. Shalachein tzorich b'masui ponim b'Birchas Kahanim. That's why we need favoritism. Why do we need favoritism over here? Uh, you know, special treatment. It means that maybe they don't deserve it. They have to give. They have to get something beyond, which is uh, That's why we need a masriponim showing favoritism. This is opposite from the judgment of the measure of judgment, which is masriponim bedin that you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed to show favoritism when you're doing judgment. And here you're giving, uh, showing favoritism. Because that shows it is not a flow which is impacted through the work of man So from this we understand that the blessing of the Kahanim comes from higher than Ishtalshlus. It's a place of Masu Ponim. So in your Masu Ponim, that's the idea of Masu Ponim. Showing favoritism means even though they don't deserve, they're showing favoritism they get from a higher place, not by the limitation of the judgment. So what does this mean? That this matter, uh, the blessing of the Kahanim, are equal to Tfilah, just like Tfilah goes higher than Ishtaushlus, so does the Bracha. Which is Hamshocha, higher than Ishtaushlus. So now in Ois Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain that. Since we're saying that the bracha for the Yidin comes from a level of higher than Hishtalshalus equal to the level of Tefillah, so this is the difference. Where does the bracha for the Kahanim come from? Does that also come from Lamailam Hishtalshalus? That is according to Rabbi Yishmoel when we learn it out from Vani Avorachim. Because it says Ani, Ani is Atzmus Ein Sof, higher than Ishtalshlus. But if we learn it out from the Posig in Lech Lecho, so over there it's only the level of Ishtalshlus, the regular level of Brach. It doesn't have that special power of Bichus Kahanim. And that's why Rabbi, Eli, uh, Rabbi Yishmoel is Messiah Kahana. Let's look inside. Gimel. So now we understand the advantage whether the bracha is written to the kohanim in the posseg like Rabbi Yishmoel and not in the posseg like Rabbi Akiva. Tevas ani, the word ani, hainu eiris of atzmus Word Ani represents the infinite, the Ein Sof, the essence and the Mahus of Hashem. 
that also points that that is actually Hashem's Baruch Himself. Baruch which is higher than When we just say without saying Ani, that's a Baruch of Hashem's and this is the meaning in the Gemara. That he places the blessing of the Kahanim in the place of the Baruch of the Yisrael. When we learn from the Baruch which is next to the Baruch of the Yisrael, then that blessing is at the same level. Kemoi habrachal Yisrael birchas kainim. That's the same level as the brach to the yidden, which is the bircha of the kainim. Ma'aseinkinim leimdim haim lemedim habrachal lekahanim. But if we learn the brach for the kahanim, me'ava avorcha mevorachecho, azai brachazui b'dagen abuchiyus. Then that level is that blessing is in a lower level. Brachos be'bechinas yistalsus brachos yistalsus. So then we understand. Why Rabbi Shmuel wants to give them Messiah Kahanim being a Koyan. But yet the Rebbe is not satisfied because the end of the day, who is Vavorcha? It's Hashem himself. So it doesn't say Vani, it does say Vani, but it doesn't really, it comes from Hashem. If it comes from Hashem, how could there be a limitation? It should be the Maile Mishtal Shalus, even if we learn it from the Pasha Slach Lachach. Tzorich Lahavit. That it's Hashem's Baruch by Himself. How could we say that according to the Bakiva who learns it from a only a blessing of Ishtaoslus when it's still the Baruch that comes from the Ebershtah. It doesn't say, So that itself is not understood. What difference does it make if Anis is Befeirish? In love or not? What it means is that Hashem blesses. When Hashem blesses, it's higher than Ishtaoslos. So we have to say she yes loy hechochan isefes lekach that he has an additional proof for this that there is a difference. You can't say that the bracha vavorcha bivarachecha means lemaylo mehistalshlus. That we have to say that it means. Over there. The Rebbe will explain. The Rebbe will bring out that um, uh, there is a fundamental difference between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yishmoel as far as the power of the Birchas Kahanim, which includes himself, the Koyach of Hashem. Is it direct or Hashem has to? still agree to it, and uh, as the Rebbe started asking before. We'll see as the Rebbe will explain.
But now in Oizdal, the Rebbe will go into a whole nother uh, discussion to prove to us that L'chaira, the Birchas Kahanim are equal, but also that later on, that Birchas Kahanim is actually higher than the level of Tefillah, as we will see inside. In Ois Dale, the Rebbe is going to bring in the Siyum in the end of Mesechet Rosh Hashanah. From there, the Rebbe is going to prove from the Gemara that there is a connection and that the Brochas uh, Kahanim, the Gemara uses that as evidence to prove the halacha with regards to Ashliach uh, Tzibur, with regards to Tefillah. And the Rebbe is going to show how the level of Birchas Kohanim is at the same level as Tefillah, which was the point that the Rebbe was bringing out before, that they're both Lemaila Meseder Hishtalshalus. But the Rebbe is going to go further and going to say that the Gemara fits even better and it fits very well if we're going to say that the Birchas Kahanim as even on a higher level than Tefillah. Because as the Rebbe will bring out that the Birchas Kahanim actually has both the advantage of Tefillah, but it also has an advantage of Bracha, so it makes it even on a higher level. And then the Rebbe will get back to the uh, idea of what the Bracha of the Kohanim is to the Kohanim that the Eivishter gives it, whether it's Aniyah Varachim or Varach But first, what is the discussion of the Gemara over there in the end of Rosh Hashanah? So over there the Gemara's discussion is about a Shliach uh, Tzibur fulfilling the obligation for the people uh, with the Bracha. So when the Shliach Tzibur Davos, we're talking about Tfilas Musaf Rosh Hashanah, when there's very long brachas over there. So Rabbi Gamliel says that over here the Shliach Tzibur can make the bracha and all the people will fulfill their obligation. And the question was, which people does he fulfill the obligation? So Lachatchila, the Gemara thinks that Everybody, the people in shul, and the people that can't make it to shul. And the Gemara questions from Birchas Kahanim, that over there we say that the Kahanim can fulfill and get the bracha to the people who are not in shul, because they can't make it to shul. But if they're in shul, they have to come in front of the Kahanim. So, the Gemara changes then and says, no, also by Shliach Tzibur, he can only fulfill the obligation of the people who can't make it to Shul, but he cannot fulfill the obligation of the people of the Shul. So from this, that the Gemara is learning the halacha of Tefillah from the Birchas Kahanim, 
tells us that the Birchas Kahanim needs to be at the level of Davnik, as the Rebbe will point out. So let's look inside. We'll go piece by piece because this gets a little bit complicated. Siv Dalet. In order to understand this, that we just said, that there is a difference in the brach in the ani avorachem, which is a higher level, and even though they all come to Eibushter, so we'll understand this. So lahobin zetzorich lahagdim tchilo madiisu begamore besim esechter Rosh Hashanah. This that we find in the Gemara in the end of the tractate of Rosh Hashanah, Allah Mishnah. Over there on the Mishnah, the Mishnah states like this: that Rabbi Gamliel Oimer, Rabbi Gamliel says, Shliach Tzibur Moitzias Arabi Midechivosum. The Shliach Tzibur, the Chazan, fulfills the many, the community. He fills their obligation, which means by him davening, the Shliach Tzibur davening, they don't have to daven. He fulfills their obligation. And the Rebbe adds, this is talking about the Tfilas, Musaf, the Rosh Hashanah. We're talking about the Musaf, Davning, or Rosh Hashanah. This doesn't apply a whole year, but only by Musaf, Rosh Hashanah, which is a long brachas. So what Omar Rav Shimon, so the Gemara says about this Mishnah, Rav Shimon Chassidah says, Poiter hoyo Rabbi Gamliel afilu amshe besodis. That when Rabbi, when Rabbi Gamliel says, that they exempts them from their obligation. Who does Rabbi Gamliel? Rabbi Shimon say, who does Rabbi Gamliel exempt? Even the people who don't come to shul, the people who are in the fields. But and it goes without saying, without saying, those who are in shul, they for sure fulfill their obligation. If the Shliach Tzibur fulfills the obligation of those who are away, far away from the shul, for sure, for those who feel, those who find themselves in shul. That was the suggestion of Shimon Chasida. So, the Gemara says, on the contrary, logically, it makes sense that we should only fulfill the obligation for the people who don't come to shul, but not those who come to shul, because the Amshab, so the Hani Anisi, those who are not able to come to shul for the reasons they are should be excused, and therefore the chazan, the shliach tzibur, should be moitzidem. But honey, those who are in shul, why should they not daven? Loyanisi, they're not an oynes. It's not something uh, that they can't do. Let them daven. Why should the shliach tzibur moitzidem? That's the Gemara's question. The Gemara brings a proof to that. Or maybe Raya, the Gemara brings a proof that Tony Abo Bereder Rabbin Yomin Bar Chia. Abo, the son of Rabbin Yomin, the son of Chia, he learned as follows that Am Shachoyre Kohanim Enom Lechlal Brocha. The people who are standing behind the Koyen, they are not included in the Brocha of the Kohanim. They should uh, come forward, come in front of the coin. Don't stay in the back. Rashi explained, or Pirish Rashi, 
And Rashi explains, quote, Even though the people that don't come to shul, they're in the field, they are included in the bracha. So how come we're saying for the kohanim, uh, the people that are in shul, the machuria kohanim are not included, when the people who are not in shul, they're in the field, are included? And, the, and we say that honey, the motu, the mice, kamei kohanim, because these that have the ability to come before the kohanim, the yifno kohanim aleim, the yivorchum, and then the kohanim will be facing them and benching them. The heim bo and they didn't come in a bechlal bracha. They are not including the bracha. As opposed to those who can't make it to the shul, there is no reason. They're an onus that we shouldn't also include them in the bracha. So why are you saying that if you can be moitzim for the bracha, for those with the shliach tzibur, the, the brachas of Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, for the people of the Sodas, for sure, he should be moitzim the people in the shul, fakert. So Itaka changes it. Hello? Ki also Rovin Omar Baridi. So when the Rovin came, Unlike Rav Shimon Hasidah quoted before, he said differently. He said, He said the name of Rav Shimon Hasidah. The only one who Rav Shimon Gamliel said that is exempt. And their Yoytzi with the Shliach Tzibur, that is the people that are in the field. But the people in the Shul know my timer. Because they are forced, they have to do work, and they don't have the time to come to Shul. So therefore, the Shliach Tzibur can be moitzi them with the brachas of uh, his brachas. But those people that are in the city, and they have the ability to come to Shul, and they can be joining in and make davening their own davening, so they are not exempt with the davening of the Shliach Tzibur. So here we see that the Gemara is equating the requirement for Bichas Koyanim that only if they're not onus, but if they're onus, they're exempt, that the same thing should apply to tefillah, that if they're exempt, that if they can't make it to shul, they're exempt, if they're besodis. So, v'apiha now, so, based on the above, the birchas kohanim is equal to the level of tefillah. Move on. That the evidence that the Gemara brings from Birchas Kahanim for Davning, to say that the Birchas Kahanim is only applies if it's a Oynes, and the same thing is by Shliach Tzibur, only for those that are Nisi. It's not just that we find a common denominator by both of them. They both need not to be an oinus, 
to be an oynes in order to fulfill their obligation. But it's more than that. But actually, in essence, they're equal. Birchas kahanim and tefillah are equal. Beis ha'inyonim the tefillah or birchas kahanim, the two matters, <coughs> whether it's the davening or the birchas kahanim, are equal b'toichnam. Why? Because davening is a rotzun chodesh, a tefillah, to make a new will by Hashem. And the birchas kahanim is a maser ponim badin, to get a favoritism in, in, in the judgment. Which is shteyem amshichos milmaylo mehishtalshlos. They both draw down from above ishtalshlos. V'lochein meviraye mi birchas kohanim tefillah. That's why we're bringing a proof from birchas kohanim that since by birchas kohanim we see when you're an oynes, that is when you're potter. Same thing is by tefillah. When you're an oynes, you're potter. On the contrary, it's only because we're saying that Birchus Kahanim is a special bracha which is on the level of tefillah can we bring a proof to tefillah. Api Hanal Muvon, based on the above, that this is special with Birchus Kahanim that it's equal to tefillah, but normal bracha is not equal to tefillah. So, generally, you can't bring a proof from the way it works with a bracha that we should apply the same rule to davening. Why? Because there's really no similarity between a bracha and tefillah. A bracha's aspect is a bracha draws down from this source, which is already within his tausulus, to draw it down. So since what we're trying to accomplish with a bracha is to take the, what's in the Seidrish Tauslus to bring it down, so in this case, what is the main, in order to get that bracha, can move on, so, the most important thing is the advantage and the conduct of the one who's getting blessed. So he should be deserving. There is a blessing that is for him, and there is a, a person that needs to get that blessing. So most important is that that person that has to get the blessing should be fit for that blessing. Because especially, what is the reason why isn't it coming? Why do we need the bracha? Why isn't it coming down? That is because of something that is lacking below. So it needs to be fit in order to receive it. In Cain, move on. So therefore it's understood. That in order to draw down through a bracha, that your blessing, so then we need to remove that which prevents it from the uh, perspective, from the side of the one who's being blessed. you got to be fit in order to see that bracha. 
So over there, it's important that he has to be there if he's there. And Mashaikin by Tfilo, as opposed by Tfilo, it's not the recipient which is the problem, but we have to go and make a new Rotsin, which is trying to draw it down from above. Over there, it hinges on the greatness, on the advantage of the one who's doing the praying. And it doesn't really matter that much. This, the standing, the situation of the person who we're praying for. Because we're breaking down from beyond the order of Ishtausl. So beyond the order doesn't matter so much what the person is doing. So therefore it's also possible to be even without having any preparation of the recipient prayer should impact them too that the prayer should help that this thing should take place because we're bringing down something new and it's not that important as by a broche the standing of the recipient. So therefore, So if we were talking about an ordinary bracha, not birchas koyanim, there would be no absolute proof from a bracha, what we find by a bracha for davening. Because you might find the requirement by a bracha and still not necessarily apply that to tefillah. Because you would be able to distinguish. move on. We would understand if it was a regular bracha we're talking about. Why the people that are behind the kahanim in other words, they don't want to get ready, come in front of the kind, why they shouldn't be included in the bracha. Since they show themselves that they don't want the bracha because they're not coming in front of the kahanim, so they're refusing the bracha. And that's why that bracha isn't going to help anything. As the Pasik says, that since the pasuk can tell him, since he doesn't want the bracha, so therefore automatically, so it, 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 it's far from him. Because with the bracha, it's important the standing of the one who's being blessed. As opposed to davening, so it's not so much important situation. We're doing a rotzul chodesh lemaila miishtalshulos. Lachein afim amakabel in the chofetz bezeh. So even if the recipient doesn't want, he's not ready to receive that prayer. Mikol makoyim efshes shetfilos hashatz tifil pul also. So maybe the act of the shliach tzibur can impact its impact. So even without him wanting to daven. 
Maybe the shliach tzibur can daven for them. That is, if we were to be talking about a regular bracha. But sin the birchas koyinim is equal to davening. They are both bringing down, drawing down from Bavish Tausluss. So then the evidence is very fitting. Why? Because since the blessing of the Kahanim and the Davnings are equals in this matter. That they're both bringing down from above of Ishtauslus. And in this, there is not so much, we don't care so much, it doesn't make such a difference. What is the wishes and what is the level of one who's blessed, as we said before? We're talking about higher ishtalshlus. By both, by Birchas Kohanim also. This is not the regular bracha. It's a Birchas Kohanim. And still you see, Onu, that in order to draw down from above the other ishtalshlus, you still need to make a preparation. Still requires a preparation. So where we're saying it's the Maylam and Shtalshlus, and you need to prepare yourself. So what is this preparation? Let it be, it's not to draw down, because we're talking about the Maylam but to make you a fitting vessel to receive the blessing. We still see that we need the preparation how are we bringing them? What is the vessel? Is the davening itself becomes the vessel? That's the vehicle to get receiving the the blessing. How does the get the blessing when you daven and when you make the you have to prepare yourself. When they wash their hands or similar. And just, that's from the Koenim's perspective. That the person is particular on himself. He has to face his face next to face. So notwithstanding the, the idea that it's Lamailamishtaushlus and the standing of the person is not so important, but yet there is part and part in order to make you a fitting vessel. You need a daven, you need to make the brichas kahanim, and you need to put the recipient needs to put his face next to the, facing the koyan. That's his klila kabola for the blessing. So, and for this, the Gemara's proof is the Keshem Shahachone the Bichas Koinim. Just like the preparation for the Bichas Koinim. In order to receive the that is from beyond the Shtaushlus. It's not sufficient the preparation of the Koinim itself. Hainu.
the block itself that he makes and also and that he prepares himself before the bracha which is from the bracha of the kohanim that's the kohanim there also requires to be a preparation from the side of the recipient of the blessing, which is Shiyamit Pon, we can get Ponim. He needs to face the Koyan face to face. He may not honor unless he's an honor, but you need to be there. So the proof, same thing, is by Tvila. Which the davening is also from beyond the and the preparation is the service of the davening, etc. That brings down the So there needs to be also. A service, even though it comes milmaila tzarotz lachodesh, needs to be avoided mitzad the person that they daven for beim ena onus unless he's an onus. Bechdei lahamshich milmaila meseder shtalshlos in order to bring down from beyond seder shtalshlos. Lochein maskonus agamorehi. That's why the conclusion of the gemara is shashatz lechzibur moitzi davkes omshem besodis that he can only fulfill those who are in the fields who are an onus avelois and shabir, but not those who are in the city. Because we need their achonah too. So basically, what the Rebbe explains over here that the reason, based upon that, uh, the Rebbe's explanation that the birchas kahanim is also lebaylam yishtalshulos. That's why we understand the evidence from birchas kahanim to the tefillah, because if there was like a status of a regular bracha, so the fact that you require birchas Kahanim, them not that they have to be there would not be evidence for the davening because that's uh, to bring down and uh, over there you need the recipient and that doesn't prove that by davening the person should have to daven because it's a Ratzon Chodesh. The reason why it is a proof is because since we've said that the Birchas Kahanim is also the Maidam Mishtaushlos and we see that the Birchas Kahanim it's not sufficient only the Koyen status. We still need the person to be Ponim Beponim. He has to do his part. So the far we also, therefore the Gemara says so we know by the davening also that the part that the person though while we're davening for him, the Shliach Tzibur is davening for him He's not sufficient. He has to daven himself in order to receive this blessing. But it means even when it comes from above his tausulus, while he's not mamshich directly through his avoda, but he still has to be a keli through his avoda. And we therefore bring the evidence from Birchas Kohanim to uh, the Shliach Tzibur, that the person. If he's not an onus, then the Shliach Tzibur cannot daven for him. He has to do it himself. That is his preparation. In Ois Hey, the Rebbe will explain that actually in Birchas Kahanim there is a greater strength, a greater advantage, even than the level of Tefillah. Before we elevated the level of Birchas Kahanim, Bracha was less than Tefillah, and we elevated Birchas Kahanim to the level of Tefillah Lamaila Meishtaushlos. In this Ois, the Rebbe is going to show 
that Birchus Kohanim is not only elevated to the level of Tefillah, but it's actually on a higher level than uh, Tefillah. Uh, the evidence is that uh, by Tefillah you need at least nine people to give the Shliach Tzibur, the Koyach, to become a uh, one who's davening, to become a Shliach Tzibur. So you need nine with him to make a minion, but by Birchus Kahanim, even if there is all uh, Kahanim, it's still Birchus Kahanim applies. And the Rebbe explains this whole idea that um, while the tefillah relative to a regular bracha comes from a higher place, Ishtalshlus, the regular brachas come from Ishtalshlus, but there is an advantage because tefillah is only a prayer, because we're not sure. The one who's davening is not at that higher level in which he can guarantee it. So therefore, he's mamshech from a higher level, but it's only a bakosha. Bracha, the person that gives the bracha, is at that level that he guarantees a promise that it's going to be. It's, 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 it's a bracha, because the person giving the bracha is with certainty is going to... Uh, come down from the source to the uh, to the person. Um, but since Birchas Kahanim, which is Lamaila Meishtaus, is a bracha, so the Birchas Kahanim has both advantages that it is um, the Koyen that gives the bracha is at the higher level of Ishtaus, and it's not just a prayer, but it's a bracha, which is sort of a guaranteed. And uh, because of that, uh, the evidence from Birchas Kahanim is a kol to davening, because even the Birchas Kahanim, which is even in a higher level than the davening, and yet you need the koyach, you need the participation of the people to come in front of the koyen, so for sure, by the Shliach Tzibur, they have to daven themselves. Obviously, the Rebbe uh, brings it out uh, in very powerful words over here. I say, We could say, That the evidence of the Gemore is stronger. When we learn from Birchas Kahanim, is not because Birchas Kahanim is just the same, but it's stronger. But we learn from Birchas Kahanim in a foratory, of course, by Shliach Tzibur. If the requirement is by Birchas Kahanim, for sure we should require it by Shliach Tzibur. Because the additional advantage the advantage that Birchas Kahanim has over Davnik. And first, let's introduce this. This that the shliach tzibur can fulfill the obligation of the people that are in the field, who when he has nine people listening to him, so he has a minion and if not, then he is considered. If he doesn't have nine people with him, he's considered to be an individual, like a, a, a individual davening. And you cannot fulfill the obligation of one who can't daven or the people in Sodom, those who are Anisi. 
even if it's a city or it's a shul where everybody's kahanim, hadinhu shekulam neisim kapeim. So they're all doing nesias kapeim. So who are they benching over there? There's no no Israelim. The answer is they're blessing the people on the field. So what do we see? So we see there's a difference between between the brachas kohanim and davening. By davening, you need to have nine people listening to him. That makes up the uh, exist. Then becomes the fact there is a shliach tzibur. There is a chazan here. There is an agent of the community. And then he can fill the obligation. As opposed to the Birchus Kahanim, the Koyan does not need nine people to give him that power, to give him the strength of nine people listening, then he has the strength. He doesn't need that nine people. So why is it that the Birchus Kahanim doesn't need that nine people to give him the strength? He can do the Birchus Kahanim. Anyways, as opposed to uh, Davning, he needs nine people to listen to him. That's when he can might see people with his dominant. So the reason that we'll understand by first introducing the advantage in one detail which a blessing is actually advantageous over dominant. is as the what is dominant? That's the language is bakosha. A request. When you request when you request there's no guarantee, there's no certainty that the request will be fulfilled. Because the flow, the uh, earning to, 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 to succeed, that the flow should come down, isn't depend on the one who's asking. Brocha is in a language of command, or in a language of a promise. It's a sort of speak commanding that this matter should be given, the flow should go from this person, for this matter to this person. What's the reason that this is only a request and that's a command, instruction? When you're davening, the one who is davening finds himself below. And therefore he's asking, that from above, they should give the flow of a certain matter. That's merely, that's only a request. When we're the one who's making the bracha, he's on a level, he's on a step, he is higher than the source from which the bracha comes. And he instructs and therefore he has the power to instruct the blessing. Possession is barely ill, so it turns out in a way that bracha is higher than tefillah because the bracha he's commanding and tefillah is only asking. But 
So before we said that tefillah is higher. Yeah, tefillah is in a higher source, but the one who is davening, the one who is blessing, he is a higher source for the one who is blessing. Possession is barely ilshet tefillah l'mayla mibrocha this that we explained earlier that davening is higher than blessing zehu benegel hamokir. That is as far as it connects to the source shemishom. Nimshechas ha'ashpoev, where the hamshocha, where the flow comes from, the ha'ashpoes ha'brocha, he mimoker shebeseder ishtalshlus. The flow of brocha comes from a source within seder ishtalshlus, which is a lower level. The ha'ashpoes ha'tfilo, and the flow of the davening comes mimoker he mimoker shalamaylam beseder ishtal. Comes from a source which is higher than seder ishtalshlus, and therefore. Tefillah is higher usually than the bracha. But as far as the person, whether the one that blesses and the one that davens, the one who davens finds himself below the source of the flow. And the one who blesses finds himself above the source of the hashpah. And therefore the mavorech can command and the mespalel who finds himself lower has to only request. Move on, based on this understood. So now we understand the birchas kahanim has an advantage of the tefillah. Because the birchas kahanim has both of these advantages. The source from which the ashpo comes from. That's higher than the order of Ishtaoshlos. But the Imza, still the Torah says, The Torah says this is a bracha, not a bakosha, which means that the Koyan is sort of on the level in which he is commanding that the Lemailam Ishtaoshlos has come down to the bracha. <coughs> that means that the coin that makes the bracha is higher than this madriga. So he finds himself on a very high place. That's why he has the power to instruct the flow. Also from a step which is higher than Hishtaushlus. And therefore he can command it, sort of. He has the instructions. Nimtso, so it turns out, even though when we talk about the level from which Dam Shocha comes from, Shobis, Birchas Koyne Mutfilo, Birchas Koyne Mutfilo are taken equal. But the level of the person who's dominating and the coin that's benching Shenim Hem is different. Shamispal, Nimtso Lemato, the one who's dominating is below, finds himself below. He asks that he request, but the coin the coin who blesses he is on a higher level also from the source of the flow. the source of the flow is above the seder shtalshlus, and the coin is commanding and is standing above the seder shtalshlus, and he's commanding. So now we understand, Yuvon, the Shliach Tzibur needs the power from the Shemim. He needs nine people in order to make him into a Shliach Tzibur. 
So therefore he requires this extra giving of power that he should be able to fulfill their obligation. We need to empower sort of this shliach tzibur to fulfill others their obligation. Doesn't need the empowerment. He is a much higher than Seder That's why he doesn't need that additional power. Because the Kohen is already on that high level and he doesn't need the ten shame him to give him that power. So So based on the above, that we're saying that the Birchas Kahanim is even in a uh, higher madregen than tefillah, so we understand the evidence for davening. It's a kolshkei. Tum tak biyosera chachas hagemorre. We can. It's very sweet. The proof of the gemorre. Me birchas kain litefilah from birchas litefilah. Me bekolshkei va kolshkei. Uma birchas kainim. Since the birchas kainim shakoyin amavorich. The kainu ben ein neit sorich linesinas kaychulu. Does not need to given the power of ein puula mehamizborchim. He doesn't need uh, an act from the Mizborchim. Sharin Tsoim Besotis. They're not even there. And yet, they can bench them. He doesn't need a minion. He doesn't need uh, their power. And yet, we're saying, But yet, the people that are behind the economy, they don't come close. Because you still need to have the preparation of those who are blessed in order for them to receive the Ashpah. So for sure, when we talk about davening, the Shliach Tzibur requires to be given that power. So for sure, there needs to be over here the preparation from the community that they have to daven. Those who are not uh, forced against their will, they can't come. They don't fulfill their obligation by the Shliach Tzibur. They have to daven themselves. Need that preparation. But it's a kol shikain because Birchaz Kahanim is even more on a higher level, we shouldn't really need them. We need it. We shouldn't need it. So that's it. In Oisvov, the Rebbe is going to say that this is the possibility in which Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yishmael are disagreeing where the level of the Koyen is when he is uh, benching the Yidden. At the end of the day, the Koyen is a Bosor Vadom, but does he have the actual power to be also Lemailam Hishtalshalus? That is the opinion of uh, Rabbi Yishmael. And that's why just the Bracha itself, it doesn't need Aniyah Vorachem for Hashem to give him the Koyach. That's already the Koyach for the Koyen. Aniyah Vorachem is Hashem blessing the Kahanim. But Rabbi Kiva says 
that the koyim b'tzadatzma at the end of the day is a boss of a dom, so he doesn't really have the ability to be l'maylam yishtalshulus, and therefore requires later the bracha of a niavorachim, and that accomplishes that the bracha comes from l'maylam yishtalshulus. And the take, uh, according to Rabbi Akiva, the Aniyavorachim is the Ebrister's Haskome, Lamaila Mishtaushlus, there is no Lamaila Mishtaushlus, so therefore the Birchas Kahanim come from Mishtaushlus. Let's see. Oizvo, Apizei Yeshloimar. Based on this, we can say that this is actually in itself the disagreement between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. Hainu, that is, what is if the level of the coin at the time that the bench is didn't? Is the coin on the higher than the Shtalsa? And this hinges their disagreement. If we need a special posik shakodish baruch maskim ala broches that Hashem agrees to the broches that we need vani avorachem according to Rabbi Kiva that Hashem agrees to the broches as opposed to Rabbi Shmuel doesn't need a broch uh, posik for that kudel halom as the Rebbe will explain now nisbarli il sibeis real earlier sibeis was explained shatam lozer shebichas koyinim bekoichel hovi in chodosh. What is the reason that the blessing of the Kohanim has the power to bring a new matter, which is higher than the root and the source of the blessing? It's not just a bracha, but it's a uh, bringing it down from a higher. Because they do that agent from Hashem. And that's why Birchas Kohanim can go beyond any other bracha, which is Bishtaushlus. Since Hashem is not limited in any limitations and any, 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 any. Yes, we So therefore, when the Abishta benches, and also those brachas that are. Being benched as his agents, that the bichas kahanim, the koyim as agents of Hashem, hakoyich lagil lemail mishtalshlus, they have the power to reach beyond the shtalshlus. Omnom zaguf efshaliyus bebeisifanim. We can say this can possibly be in two ways. Aleph number one, mikivan shabrocha bepoil nemeres mipi bosavadam. Since at the end of the day, the actual brocha is said by a human being. Shein bekoyichim mitzad atz milahamshich milamail mishtalshlus, who doesn't on its own power. Have the ability to be mamshir from beyond the shtalshlus. Tzorichli is koyich meyuchad. There needs to be a special power. Shagam brachazu tamshich milmailem mishtalshlus. That also this bracha, in which he benches as a tzivuf mashem, that it should be mashch milmail mishtalshlus. It's a meres shav shemavarech bishluchus shalakodesh baruch. Even though he's already benching with the shlichus of the eibrister mikol makayim. There could be several levels in shlichas. You are shlich of the Eibishter. It doesn't mean that you already have that power automatically. So we can say that Hashem's power does not unite, does not become 
essence, it will come together, it doesn't fuse. Birchas habosav adam. The, the blessing of the human, there's still a human being blessing. There are certain details in this bracha which are limited just like the bracha of a human being. Then you need a special power. This bracha should also be the Ebishtah's blessing. You need another posik to agree to that. That's one way. Another way is since you're doing it as an agent of HaKadosh Baruch so the act of the Shaliach relates to the sender so the Baruch itself has already the power from above that the power of HaKadosh Baruch unite, fuses with the blessing of the Koyin and therefore the coin himself at the time of the bracha is above shtalshlus. So the first way is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, and the second way is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. So that's Rabbi Akiva, Birchas Koyin, Mitzad Atzmei, the Birchas Mitzad Atzmei, Birchas Bosav Adam, Koyin Aleph, like the first way. That's why we need a special posse. That Hashem agrees. With them, we get a special power from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shabrochis tiyeno birchas Hakadosh Baruch Hu. These blessings should be the Abraham's blessings. Milmaila mishtalsel above mishtalsels. So zehu hapirus da Hakadosh Baruch Hu maskim al yodim. That means Hashem agrees, meaning that it gives you the koyach from the milam mishtalsels in that bracha. Mashenke Rabbi Yishmoel kano misayeu magdul koyach kani. Rabbi Yishmoel, who was a koyin, and he supports and he increases the power of the kohanim. Uledaite sheyesh bebirchas kohanim etzad atzmei koyach zeh. That in the birchas kohanim in of himself, they have that power. Vein tzorich lezekaram yuchad, and you don't require a special pasuk for this. Besikdein achar ktsas, using a little bit different language. Inyan birchas kohanim kemoshu hu bimekoyre. This Kant's idea, the Birchus Kahanim, as it's in the source, above Ishtaushlus, that is totally given away into the ownership of the Kahanim, and they don't require any additional approval, so there's no possible needed. move on, so now we understand. So the Dasra by Kiva. But the bracha that the kahanim get, they only get the bracha of eshtalshlus. Okay, so vinyan the birchas koinim in essence, as the kahanim said, isn't above eshtalshlus because he needs a posigoniyavorachim to get it to be lemaylam eshtalshlus. So therefore we can't say that the result, because the, the bracha to the kahanim comes as a result from the bracha of the kahan of the kahanim to the yidin. So if the bracha of the kahanim to the yidin does not go uh, above Vishtaushalus, so the bracha to the kahanim of themselves, as which is the result, cannot come from above Vishtaushalus. That results through their bracha that they bench the Eden. That's how they get their bracha. Should be on a higher level than the cause 
if the Yidden's bracha, a bracha sheheim mevarchim, as Yisrael, that's the bracha that they bless the Yidden. V'lochem uchrach loimar, that's what we have to say, sheha bracha lekohanim, himibchines hishtalsus, and love hishtalsus. Masheheim kein lidas, Rabbi Yishmoel, as opposed to being a small shebirchas kohanim be'etzem, himibchines shalomaylam esidr hishtalsus, that the essence, the bracha of the kohanim is above hishtalsus, Misayeya, he supports Magdala Brochim is Borchim Kana. He increases the Brochim that they can't get blessed. Also, the Kohanim get from that Brocha because that's the Brocha that the Kohanim have since they give it. So, the Brocha that they get also comes from the Man Mishtaslos. But Hamza Gufa, move on from this reason, understand. That's why in the Pesach, it doesn't say Tevesani. Because the Bracha, that's in that Pesach, that's according to Rabbi Akiva, the Bracha the Kohanim get, only from Shtauslus, as opposed to Bani Avorachim, that's the Bracha that the Kohanim get, according to Rabbi Shmuel, which comes from the Mailam Nishtauslus. This is Mesichas Chof Menachemov, Tavshin Yud Beis.